today's Leading Women episode 125. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Kimberly Mahan. Kimberly Mahan is a highly skilled transformational, transformational motivator and a force to be reckoned with. Her extraordinarily acclaimed class, Sacred Sweat, is a mixed modality of physical, mental, and spiritual opportunities that allow you to make huge breakthroughs. Kimberly's mission is to encourage and empower all people to step out of their story and find their gifts, whether it be through movement, voice, or pen to paper, discovering the hidden gems that make life so incredibly rich and rewarding to support all life in balance, wakefulness, and compassion. So women of the world, Miss Kimberly Mahan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Marie. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you very much. We are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are excited to hear from you and your journey as an entrepreneur as well. Now, Kimberly, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you. And I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime, but these are just general questions that I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind Niche? Sure, thank you. I think where I would probably start um, is that all that I offer stems from my vision of how I like to think of a more awakened world and how I do my part in achieving that for and with not only myself, but with everyone. So my business is really me and how I show up and achieve that is through these different offerings. Um, My business is multifaceted and I've created a mixture of mindful opportunities to get people thinking about their life in a whole new way. So not only do I offer a class called Sacred Sweat, but I have a Sacred Swelf counseling program, a holistic nutritional piece, retreats, personal training, warrior intensive boot camps, and other workshops. And what I do is I try to create um, an experience for people who are wanting to move through these roadblocks in their life and create new experiences and opportunities for themselves. Um, basically, the idea behind my business stems from a mission of seeing the world more awakened. And so I put myself out on the line each day so that I can also imagine a world where we all live each day in our most connected and knowing truth of possibility instead of what we've been told is a deficit or a limitation. 
So what I do is I create opportunities for all different kinds of people who are interested in becoming more fully engaged in their own lives to come forth and, and achieve all that they'd like to in this lifetime. I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and how the idea came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that one as well. Now, what was the defining moment? What was that defining moment that prompted you to start a business and made you say, this is my business? Mm. I would probably say there are two. About 30 years ago, I started working with uh, semi-professional bodybuilders. And although I was achieving them great, you know, they were, they were really achieving great success in the bodybuilding avenue of their life, I noticed that other aspects were sort of crumbling and falling apart. They had poor nutrition. They might have been on steroids. Their relationships were falling apart. Other aspects weren't as full and rich in their life, although they were award winners up on a stage. And then... Fast forward another 20 years, I would say the other defining moment was when my sacred sweat class began this new evolution as I challenged my own self to find ways to reconnect with my own voice. So instead of just teaching a movement class, I also began to, to rediscover my voice. And what happened was when I shared my stories and not necessarily through through the guise of saying this happened to me but just that i would share stories in general what happened was others started to discover theirs as well and we became to blend and become this community this trusted safe haven and we all shifted together and when we can break through the disconnects that happened um you know, that's where the magic happens and uh, well-being just grows in the entire community, not just by one person over here and one person over here. It's, it's the whole, it's focusing on all different aspects and, and sharing little bits and pieces with other people in community that really make wellness come together as a whole for the world. What a beautiful defining moment that must have been. I mean, I could see myself. I, I could. I was really glued on listening to every word you said about when you were were sharing this. The moments, the defining moment when you said, "Okay, this is it. I'm gonna go forward for this." And then you have these two events in your life, um, 30 years ago, with the, working with these bodybuilders, and you found out that there are other aspects of their lives that were suffering or were not met, and. Then yes. You, yeah. So that was. I I totally see that, and I totally resonate with that one because I myself, you know, when I started with this business, it wasn't because I, it wasn't like I. It, there was a moment when I really feel like, oh, wait, this is it. I'm gonna just go forward with it. I'm just gonna go full force with it. So love that. Now your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know what was the compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out. Mm, I would say. I would say that I look to every day when I wake up as a gifted opportunity to step into um, greater possibility 
and achieve what I desire through my mindful action in my own life. And then I can go out and do that work with others. Wow, what a profound uh, vision must be. And for our listeners out there, the takeaway here is to really have a vision or create a vision for yourself that, you know, inspires you on a daily basis, that inspire you to move forward because there are going to be challenges along the way. But when you have this vision, that this goal, this will help you, you know, strengthen you and keeps you moving forward, gives you you direction actually uh, where you want to go in your business and in your life. So thank you for sharing that. Now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become mm-hmm. a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? With regard to my business, I think one of the personal traits that make me successful is that I always see the possibility in others, even when they're unsure and feeling unsafe. I listen to their desires. Um, the ones they feel they can't make, you know, their way to, and I hold the light of that possibility and guide them toward achieving what they want. So it's, it's in that knowing place because I'm not in their story. I'm not attached to their drama about, about not succeeding. And so I can more easily see that and just support them in achieving that. As far as another one, I would say that I am definitely someone who does not give up. So when people find themselves blocked with excuses or deeply clinging to false beliefs, I hold that end desire that they can't totally believe in of where that they where they want to go for themselves, and I support them in, in attaining it. So they know and they feel my full 100% commitment in their corner. And if I see them waver, then I go back, we talk about it, we reprocess, we discover maybe there's a different angle they'd like to take where they feel more comfortable. They need to go slower, they need to go faster. And we just, I listen to them and we just go down that path instead. Um, one more trait, I would say, probably one of the biggest is that my passion is unending and immense. I mean, I breathe, eat, live this work in every part of my life, every fiber of who I am. I love supporting people and achieving their best. And and I don't give up. I just absolutely don't give up because every day I wake up, it's my passion to do so. Wow. So seeing the possibilities in others, not giving up, having the passion. I mean, huge takeaways there for our listeners to learn as well. I mean, these personal traits or qualities that Kimberly has just shared us, you know, these traits can be cultivated, can be adopted because I believe that, you know, we are not born with all of these traits, but we can cultivate them and adapt them to as it applies to our business. So definitely take note of that for our listeners. The, um, and let me just summarize them again. So first is to see seeing the possibilities in others. And second is to not give up. And the third one is having the passion. Because what if you are really passionate about what you are doing, you know, work is no longer work for you. You're going you to find fun and play. Um, it's going to be like work, like, like fun and play with you when you feel when you have that passion absolutely 
Yes. All right. Now let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very mm. special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Mm. Okay. Well, in the early 80s, I was a top fitness instructor and personal trainer in Boston. And I worked out with the police department, kickboxing, boxing. Again, I worked with those bodybuilders. And what happened after a few years was I got into a very serious bad accident. And I ended up, you know, the next day I woke up and I couldn't move. And I basically lost my entire career and who I thought I was as a strong, powerful woman out in my community. Um, with a neck brace on for over a year, I just, I really, uh, I just collapsed into the unknown of where my strengths would come from. And what I learned from that was to not put all of your eggs into just one specific basket, but to have more, more than one passion, one, one way you can imagine seeing a successful life for yourself. So if one of those pieces gets pulled out, you know, like a rug right out from underneath you, you have the ability to move on and a different angle. And so I'm very connected to the earth and the seasons and all that grows. So I took myself and I went back to school and um, later opened up a flower shop and did that for a while, but I had no movement in my body and, and I didn't want to yet emotionally so my physical body didn't want to move but emotionally I did and that was the way I processed a lot of things and that's the way I thought about life and got a lot of answers was through being you know energetic and moving and so about 15 years later when I was getting a divorce I slowly slowly began just the smallest, tiniest little movements forward, one step in front of another before I began to just run down the street and then run down around the corner and then run a mile and then another mile and another mile. And, and the positive thoughts of my body came back and everything began to evolve into eventually growing into actually teaching a high-intensity aerobic fitness class once again. But the same thing happened within those walls that did earlier. When I went back to teaching, people were so focused once again on one aspect of their life that they weren't any happier. They didn't necessarily fulfill their deeper goals. And the other aspects in their life began to fall apart, much like the way mine did. And that's when I began to understand the missing pieces. I, again, I went back to school. I focused on nutrition and I was able to see just the missing pieces in myself. And when I did, and I began to share those stories without letting anyone know they were mine, through that sharing, a community formed within each class. And I began to see how sacred sweat was going to come into a world of all, all its own. And the feedback was, and, and to this day, is just enormous. Each person in their own way can relate. 
um, to another person's stories. The details might be different, but the overall theme is the same in everyone's life. And I realized that through movement, I could achieve getting people to communicate more openly with one another and that I was onto something far bigger than I'd ever imagined. Um, my classes and my workshops became safe places for vulnerability and, and, and growth was created. And so I began overlapping and mixing different modalities of healing, strengthening, and ways of visualizing the best life for you possible. Wow, what a story. What a, I was really glued on listening to <laughs> that story and from from early on, from the late 80s when you were doing all of this fitness um, training and now you had you had an accident and you evolved from there and until you ha you came back from it 15 years later uh, wow what a lot a lot of events that happened in your life but then you took that you turned those as opportunities and that's the main thing here for our listeners to learn from the, that these challenges are going to be there but it's about turning them into opportunities and not be discouraged because of these challenges that come along the way wow what a beautiful story that you've just shared so thank you for being be generous in sharing that because I'm sure a lot of our our listeners can relate to that as well. I think so. I think that's basically what the work is about. It's about sharing and discovering that you're not alone and that other stories might empower you. You know, this work that you're doing, it's it's the coming together of stories for for a bigger, greater good. Absolutely. Well said. Now, let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Mm, great question. That that took a lot of a lot of discovery and a lot of time. I think I've come to a place where I've just discovered that for me, what works is a lot of downtime, mostly in nature. Nature um, at my home, Satori Woods. Um, it's on the ridge of a mountain, and um, it's very quiet here, and I'm able to read and write and meditate and, and just notice when I require a lot of almost introspective time to replenish and restore myself. Um, it allows me to make healthy choices that give my body and my soul what it asks for, and above and Beyond everything, I would say the most important thing to me maintaining my balance is to really listen, to sit still and listen to myself a lot. And then I get the answers as to what is next and exactly how to go about having that downtime for myself. Huge uh, takeaways there for our listeners because you're right. I mean, work-life balance sometimes um, really diff uh, is different from everyone. And this is, you know, you know this is like... It's a struggle or it's a challenge that every entrepreneur uh, faces because we all are so passionate with what we're doing that sometimes, you know, our work is no longer work for us. Um, we love mm. what we're doing. But like what you've said, we really have to find what works for you. So, for example, for Kimberly, 
she what works for her is to have a lot of this downtime where she can meditate and she can read and really listen to what her body is telling her, what her mind is telling her. And that's the bottom line here for our listeners out there. You know, you know what works for you and capitalize and focus on, on, on work on your flow. They, they used to call it flow. And for me, I need, I am so protective of my sleep. I mean, I need <laughs> at least eight hours of sleep every night to be yes. able to be productive on, during the day. And when I am not in that flow, when I'm not able to do that, I won't be able to accomplish all the things that I need to do on that day. So for our listeners out there, the takeaway here is to find your zone, find that flow and create that time that where you can be, be focused and productive so that, and also to make time for the other areas in your life that are important so yes building a business requires time having a family requires time so make time for all of this that are important to your life too that's that's what the message is all about make time for those that are important to you beautiful yes all right now let's talk about success and what success means to you you know your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Oh, great question. I would say above and beyond everything, it's how I feel when I go to sleep each night. Wow, that was really profound. Well, when you... When you put something out there, you have to remember that, you know, you, um, when I make an offering to people, when I offer them a challenge, I don't always get a response back, nor do I necessarily need it, but I'm hoping it will resonate with people. What you have to remember is that things take time to sort of sink into different people's lives. Some people are busy. They might touch upon what you said, but then might not really examine it deeper, you know, for a day or two or that night or a week later. I've had people come back to me three years later and say, I remember what you said. I'm ready now. And so when I go to bed at night, um, if I don't get the feedback that I'm, that I would, you know, appreciate, I understand that everyone's got their own processing time. So I've what I've done as far as success is not learned to look outside myself for definitions of what my success is. But I look at my own work on my own day and the answer to my success isn't in a kind note, a response, a hug or my bank account. It's literally on the face um on my face every night when I close my eyes and go to bed and when I feel it's been a joyous day and I feel like I've touched someone I don't have to be reassured by them there's just something inside of me that knows that it feels like a more balanced life when I've just even put myself out there and and 
I don't, I don't know. That's yeah, <laughs> well, well, that's the thing, because success really is uh, relative, you know. For our listeners out there, try to ask this question um, one morning. Ask yourself, what success mean to you? And you'll be surprised with the answer, because most of the time, or more often, it's not going to be the dollar sign or the bank account uh, you have, but it is the intangible aspect of being in business or your life in general. You know, you will feel that what. You know, when you know that what, you, what you're putting out there uh, is providing value or impacting other people's lives or making a difference, that's what is truly gratifying and fulfilling at the end of the day. So what really makes us happy is knowing that we are impacting lives because of what we're putting out there or what we are doing for others. And I think that's, uh, for me, that's a huge benchmarks of my success when I know that I'm impacting or I'm making a difference to other people because of what I'm putting out there. Yes. And you know that when you go to bed at each night, either you showed up fully for yourself and others or you didn't. And, and, and it's, and it's okay when you don't, we all have those days, but it's, re- it's really important to do just sort of like a, a little heart check in each night before you go to bed. And how do you feel? Absolutely. I love that. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur, and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success, or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? I would say one is to definitely be passionate about what you're doing and, and to take it a step deeper to be passionate about your own self-discovery because we've only been gifted this one life as far as we know and uh if you're going to step out into the world you know you don't want to choose junk food for your brain or your soul or your body you want to see quality in everything you do everything you give everything you share and every day of your life so i would say First is is a passionate self-discovery so that you can go out and be your best. Um, another one is to probably be very true to yourself. Just sit still until you figure out your own answers, until you can truly connect with them as your own. You're just repeating what someone else said. And that loses something in the translation because vibrationally it's not coming from you. It's coming from your lips, but it's, it's, it's someone else's quote. It's someone else's story and sharing someone else's story can be very impactful yet. It's even more powerful when, when that truth from yourself is also revealed. And you also show yourself as, as a, as a person who can fall, you know, it's not that you're some hero you get up, you're true to yourself, and you can share that and be very honorable. I think probably above all and along with that might be, you know, to walk your talk. Because if you do not live what you teach, and this is how I feel about in my world, I feel it's it's dishonorable, not only to myself, 
but to those who believe in what I'm offering. When you walk your talk, you're energetically connected to yourself and you're energy, energetically connected to others in truth. And I think that's, that's very, very important. And it makes everything make sense for people. And it, wow. makes, it makes sense because it's just so. And, and that's a very exquisite thing and, and to experience with other people. Wow, huge takeaways this, that there that our listeners can take action on today. So let me just summarize those again. First is to be passionate about what you're doing and your own self-discovery. And I like what you said about be your own best. And without whether that we entail the physical, the mental, emotionally, the, every aspect of your life. And I know you are the expert in here. And I'm really big on really taking care of ourselves because our biggest investment is ourselves. I mean, if our body and our mind are not healthy, we're not going to be able to build this business that we are so passionate about. So I love that you that we, we should be all striving to be our own best, not only um, mentally, but physically and emotionally as well. And then the second one is to be true to yourself. And the third one is to walk your talk. I mean, I love when it's about live what you teach. I mean, we should live our mission, whatever that mission is, whatever the vision we have, we should live that. We be, be who we are, be, be, you know, live what you are teaching or be who you are uh, putting out there. And because more often, you know, people will respect you. Well, people will really you know, believe in what you're putting out there because you are living it as well. And you are a role model to them. Absolutely. All right. Now, what's one favorite business resource or tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with? I would say, again, it would come back to the art of story. And I use that business tool in just about everything I do because it's ageless, it's timeless. And without it, we begin to feel disconnected. So, uh, for example, one of my offerings is a project called the 12 Chapters Project on Facebook. And it's all about 12 chapters. And you choose one like truth or forgiveness, or compassion, and you you share with other people your story in two pages of your own handwriting. And what it does is it just allows other people to go, oh, and, and take a look at your story, and see they're not alone. If they are feeling lonely, or they aren't knowing how to verbally express that, so I would say, again, it's the art of the story. Um, it's partner sharing. It's, it's any offering that you can gift someone, that you can step out of that story, not in fear, but in bravery, and share that with someone else so they feel less alone. And entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Oh, I would say um, it's not a business book, but it's called Man's Search for Meaning. And it's by Viktor Frankl, who is definitely a phenomenal human being. And it's basically about challenging your perception of what you're experiencing, to be able to shift that paradigm into a different way of seeing so that 
you carry less pain and you can forgive and you can become more passionate and you can become um, a survivor. Yes, I love that book as well. So for our uh, listeners out there, it's called Men's Search for Meaning by Victor Franklin. I'm going to have that on our show notes as well. Now, Kimberly, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero or superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire and look up to. (laughs) Oh, I don't think that way, but I will tell you something. I believe that superheroes are just simply people unafraid of stepping into their fullest expression of who they are and their power. People who believe they can do whatever they set out to do and then make it so, but they've got to take it into action. So my thought of superheroes is is someone who acts. Um, I see myself more as a superhero trainer. Um, I've had triathletes, Olympic athletes, troubled teens, grandparents, groups of people with AIDS, cancer survivors, the mom next door. They're all superheroes to me. No one is excluded. And I really can't imagine living my life any other way. I think there's superhero in everyone. Absolutely. And it just just takes, you know, being brave and saying yes, saying yes to a challenge, even if it's just the smallest step out your front door. Yes, I totally agree with you with what you've just said, because I believe that all of us are superheroes in our own ways. We all have the uh, potentials that, that's unique to us, and, we, and for that, we are superheroes in our own right. Yes. All right. Now, last but not least, Kimberly, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it and also where they can connect with you and kind of watch how you grow and succeeding more so that they can serve as an example for our own efforts. And so we all can be more than we are today. Mm, I'd say stick whatever, stick with whatever it is you desire. Put the thoughts into words and then take the words into the next step. And that's the hardest part because oftentimes that's where people get stuck is the thoughts go into the words, but the words have no action following. So to make it so, move the words into action. And as far as connecting with me, I have a website, KimberlyMahan.com and Facebook where I always post mindfulness challenges and and have some amazing, really thought-provoking conversations with people. I also have a Sacred Sweat fan page, which lists all national, international retreats and workshops, offerings and class schedules and all that type of stuff. And then um, in August, I'm looking forward to bringing my entire body of work to a larger platform and move to California. So I really hope to uh, grab a wider audience and really step up my own game to make a difference in the world. Awesome, awesome. And by the way, for our listeners out there, I'm going to have all of these fantastic resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash 
Kimberly Mahan or just type in her name Kimberly Mahan on the search bar and it will find it for you. So for those of you who are not able to get the, those links and the resources, I'm going to have it on the show notes. But again, that link is KimberlyMahan.com and from there you can go to her to her social media pages on Facebook and I'm sure you, have, you are on Twitter as well. And make sure to check um, her fan page for the Sacred Sweat fan page. All right, Kimberly, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Oh, thank you, Marie. It was my pleasure. Thank you very much. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. inspired and empowered to make it happen then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iphone apps that these high achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of today's leading women with marie grace berg